Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Diabolical Weekly. Today, we are bringing you a bonus episode. It is a spoiler cast for the movie 1917. My hands smell like plastic. Your hands look like plastic. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are hosted by me, Josh. Hey, everybody. And my wife. Kayla? Yep. Um, I usually wait for my name, but... Yep. uh, I just pointed this time, and now... Yeah, like, people can see your thumb pointing. Yep, and now I'm pointing. And your favorite old diggity dog, Dylan... Dylan the villain. Dylan the villain, Cameron. Wow! Yep, his middle initials are TV, believe it or not. It stands for the villain. My middle (laughs) initials are two initials. So, pretty exciting. It works that way. Thanks! Not a real thing. (laughs) Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yes. At least, you know, your name isn't like Quentin or something like that. At least my name is at least my name isn't like bucket of shit or something, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's, dog. It's, it's pretty good to not have the name bucket of shit. Well, today we are bringing you the not bucket of shit movie spoiler cast for 1917. Right off the bat, I want to say excellent film. Yes. Excellent. Absolutely great. Yes. We went and saw it for my birth my birthday today. My birthday. Uh it was very cool. Shout out again to Alamo Draft House in Woodbury. Whoop. Holy shit. Best um, theater, best theater around town. Amazing place. I got a gyro and buffalo flavored cauliflower. Which like, was delicious. It was absolutely it was really delicious. Good, yeah. Like, holy crap. Super, super duper good. Well, it, it's, I mean, like, it's marketed like buffalo wings. Like, it's like a good substitute for that. Yeah. And while it was delicious. It's vegan. It, I know. But, like, in my mind, it's just like, it's still not a substitute for a real oh, wing. man. No, I, I mean, like. Good snack, though. Yeah, I, I honestly just wanted to kind of get something different than I usually get in just saying, like, buffalo-flavored cauliflower. But I'm not... Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Just heaven. Was it listed as vegan? Because yes. re- regular buffalo sauce has cream in it. Well, I believe it's... It, it seems said, lighter. It's, it I, did. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. I, I, I tasted mostly the tang, and I think the, the spice was, like, a little bit, like, black peppery, but it was good. That aioli was good. Yeah. Yeah, good old so dippers. Good. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I think it was garlic aioli. Garlic aioli. Oh, that's that was cool. also on the burger I got. Yeah. Which was, it was pretty good. Hell yeah. Uh, I can't stress enough, though. Not $17 good. So yeah, right. Just, my uh, uh, flautas, I think it was, was yep. like fifteen bucks. Flautas. And, while it is a great movie theater, you're still paying movie theater prices for stuff. Oh yeah. That's just the way that that business model works. <clears throat> yes, unfortunately. I mean, still amazing place. Go check it out. It's definitely a uh, date place for a one or two people. Oh. Otherwise, you are spending more than a hundred dollars for you what, sure. You take yeah. a date there, you're getting married the next day. I don't care who you are. <laughs> yep. Happen in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, we are talking today about the movie 1917. The whole reason why we went on that little four-minute ramble about Alamo Drafthouse, because it's amazing. But It needs the shout-out, and <clears throat> 1917 is fresh in our sponges, so it makes the most sense to talk about it. Yes, definitely. And... Uh, I'll just say it was a film directed by Sam Mendes. Dylan, you had a couple ones that he directed before. 
Um, he directed an old favorite of mine called Jarhead about the Gulf War starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Very good war movie. Uh, if I remember correctly, it doesn't even have a single battle in it, but it's still one of the best war movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, it's just a realistic portrayal of basically how that short war went down and just what the soldiers did to keep their sanity and... Uh, I definitely recommend checking out. We all know Jake Gyllenhaal, excellent, absolutely yes. excellent. Oh, oh and yeah. Oh, I've never shout seen. out <laughs> Jamie fucking Fox, also excellent in everything I see him in. For sure, I've never seen such realistic masturbation in a stall before. Oh, he jerks off in that porta potty, and you yes. watch it with your father as a kid, and uh, <laughs> what in Jarhead? Yeah, yeah, it's very uncomfortable because. Oh. Yes. No, and, and I also watched it with my parents, and it was also very awkward. And, and then you just get to sit there and go, oh, yeah, what's he doing? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Is Jake Gyllenhaal just, like, really good at these uncomfortable scenes? He's jerking off to pictures of his wife, okay? He's just being a decent man. If, if I remember correctly, doesn't he also star in that one weird movie about cowboys where there's that gay scene? Brokeback. I mean, no, no, Brokeback Mountain. I wish I could quit you! Yeah, it was just kind but, of like uh, an awkward mm, one, well. you know? Like, yeah. No, nothing wrong I mean, with sex scenes, but like that was just kind of an awkward... Oh, that tent was a rocking baby, I'll tell you what. Yes, but uh, so he also, he directed Jarhead and... Uh, uh, two James Bond movies. Yes. Uh, uh, Spectre, but the better film Skyfall, which... I think is a masterpiece of a James Bond movie. I like so, the James Bond movie. I'm, yes. I'm pretty indifferent on Spectre. It didn't really dazzle me, but yeah. it was in, it was at the very least still a James Bond movie and yes. entertaining. Yeah, Skyfall. Skyfall was the one with the guy with the the cyanide capsule. Yeah. Cyanide right? capsule didn't kill him. It just melted most of the inside of yeah. his mouth and jawline. Dude, that all right? So that ending battle. In the his like childhood orphanage home, got the shotgun like, shell yeah. movie traps and stuff. Uh, so cool in the Aston Martin and the. I, I know this is about 1917, but also watch Skyfall and Jarhead. Yes. Okay, Spectre. I mean, I guess if you got a free act- afternoon, but Skyfall, Jarhead, great movies by the <laughs> man. Yes. Don't hate on Spectre too much. There's yes. people that love it. Come on. Well, okay. we're okay. just we're just okay. Getting... Well, guess what? Those people aren't me. And the the people want to hear my opinion, okay? So, or they don't, I guess. I don't know. Why didn't stop? <laughs> I don't like it. Hey. I'm just going to curl into a blinky, and you're just going to sit there and mock everything I say because you're just a jackass. 1917, people. 1917, We're just giving a little background on the people from 1917. Just trying to give you frames of references. Yes, so it was directed by Sam Mendes, director of the last two movies we just talked about. And what were those it, again? No, yeah. <laughs> we have to go into the movie now. It's yes. over. We got to do the next thing. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> hell yes. Uh, so, the stars of the movie were Dean Charles Chapman. He played Lance Corporal Blake. He was the younger-looking younger guy. I believe he was on Game of Thrones. He, he portrayed, uh, what was it, the youngest brother, I believe. Uh, if I'm See, not you'd, know this, you'd know this better than me. I, I, I believe he, he portrayed the youngest uh, prince, or not Joffrey, but Joffrey's younger brother, uh, and then he eventually also ended up killing himself, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, but also stars George McKay as Lance Corporal Schofield. And I believe I've seen him in a couple other movies, but I could very not. Familiar. Yeah, I could not name him. He is an English actor. Um, it was a very, very solid film. First of all, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. Go see it. It's amazing. It's a uh, great movie. It was it's really... worth it. it. I mean, guaranteed, timeless classic right there. That's going to be watched. That's going to be watched forever. Yes, definitely. It's like, um, it's like Saving Private Ryan, but on a totally different level, you know? Just because it's a war movie, all right? No, yes. it's not like Saving Private I mean, Ryan. I mean, but, no, it, it's a war movie, but I mean... I mean, in the sense that it is a war movie, uh, Saving Private Ryan is definitely more action-heavy. Way yeah. more but gory, that's, too. But that's not what this movie's message was supposed no. to be about. No, It had lots right. of feels in it. Yeah. It, yeah. it had kind of a, a keep-pushing uh, kind of feel. So, I mean, I guess we could... I'll just go into say how it kind of begins with the... Uh, Lance Corporal Blake, I believe, uh, he is told that uh, he is he is to choose one other companion to go with him to uh, deliver a uh, direct order from uh, I believe it was a general or something like that to stop an invasion. It was just a, it was just from the top. It was a command. Yeah. Uh, a command, a command from, order. Yeah, just a command from the top to stop an invasion that was to happen the next day. And he was chosen because his brother was, I believe, the leader of the attack, if I'm not mistaken. Or he's in... He, no, he's, he's, no, he's, no, he's just he's a lieutenant. He was just yeah. in the attack. Yeah, okay. he was there. He was in so, the first wave. Oh, yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch was the... He was <laughs> the leader of the attack or whatever. Yes, yeah. Benedict Cumberquack. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, Benedict Dr. Bandersnatch. Yes, <laughs> go watch that. He goes on by many names. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, uh, Cumbersnuff. Yes, Cumbersnuff. Uh, but he is uh, Lance Corporal. Lance Corporal Blake is told to uh, deliver a letter that is a direct order to stop the attack um, because the Germans know about the attack, and uh, he is given. I don't even know. It didn't even specify. It was most likely. It looked like around like twelve hours. It seemed, like. He said it was. It was going to happen tomorrow. So I feel like they gave them the orders in the morning, and they had until the next. He day. He had like a like literally like the next day. Like you have twenty four hours to get this to your to your brother slash basically your the morning Ken- of the to next McKenzie. day. Yeah, General McKenzie. General McKenzie. There you go. Yeah. That was Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. He uh he played him and uh, Cumbersnatch. Yes, yes, Bandersnatch. Of course, <laughs> Netflix. Interactive media. Slumber Scratch. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> it's just, just the a... sleepiest, sharpest Pokemon that ever <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, he is told to get that order to him by the next morning before the attack. And uh, pretty much, I mean, it. They, I mean, let's talk about one thing. Let's get one thing out of the way, all right? The movie is shot as if it is a continuous shot it does not stop it's following it's so them. cool the the camera style is as if kind of just like some dudes following them around with a camera yeah like all day like yeah. all throughout the but day they do it but smoothly. he's an invisible man that they can't see exactly yeah, they like they do it so smooth so like Kayla had said before 
it is them, it literally starts with them, like, waking up next to a tree, and then they're just, like, first given orders... Yeah, the whole like the whole movie's just one mission. Yeah. Like it's just a, a day of a mission. Yeah. Yep. And, and it uh, just goes through the whole mission beginning to end. Yep. It's an extremely dangerous mission and they only send two people on it because they th- you know, they say that uh who, who, when they when you travel lightly with less people, you travel faster. Yeah. So and, which is true. It is true. They yeah. they were essentially given a map and told like you're going across the front lines give us a flare when when you make it across if you make it across across the german front lines yeah ac- across the german well, front lines well it's line. called uh it's and this has been in other movies and i just know from history and it's the scariest part of world war 1 which is called no man's land and it was the no man's land is the spot in between fronts of armies that's just it's the shelled out dead corpse ridden just barbed wire ridden Fires everywhere. Oh. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 the it's the literal definition of hell on earth. Yeah. Like, it it's it, it's like being on a different planet. It's like it is like being in hell. Yeah. Like that is what hell would look like. It's it's the torn up everything in between where the fighting happens. Just muck and rotting, diseased corpses and just yeah. sharpness and, and, and so these two dudes were sent to go across uh, their front line, across that, and yep. then across to the German front line, which the general claimed to have been abandoned by the Germans. And uh, their front line didn't particularly believe that the Germans were gone. So they, at first, wouldn't let them cross, and then they eventually did let them cross. And, uh, speaking of barbed wires, the dude, what was his name? Uh, it was Lance Corporal Schofield. Okay, okay. Yes. So Schofield, uh, trips and gets his hand caught in some barbed wire, and it goes in his hand, like right? In, like, in, in. Like, he pulls it like out, it and it's bleeding. it Jesus the fuck out of him. Yeah, yeah, right in the palm, like, cuts the shit <clears throat> out of his palm. Yeah, and so he pulls it out. He doesn't say too much about it, and then while they're, You can uh, see it's bleeding, oh, though, Oh, yeah, it's bleeding a lot, and he hasn't, you know, right at this moment, he doesn't have time to bandage it up, even though he has the bandages you see later on. But he... he he's in no man's land. He's got yeah, stuff to do. He's yeah, got he's work. got shit to do. He's got to get across that, that field. So uh, once they uh, almost get across the field, something explodes. Or no, dude comes down and he accidentally pushes him over and he lands that open wounded hand into right a nasty-ass, rat-filled, rotting corpse. Oh, my God. It was God. so disgusting. That part it was, like, was oh, gnarly. You were, he, was, he definitely got diseases from yeah, that. Yeah, no, like... There's no str- way. There's he, no way he He, he pulled out his hand, and it was, like, bleeding still, like, with the corpse juice all over oh, it. It was man, gnarly. It was rough, yeah. Like, that part, that part was really fucked, but, I mean, it just kind of goes to show, like, you know that was that that was war back in that time you know Mm -hmm. like there weren't any machine guns or anything they all had rifles like bolt action rifles you know oh you might want to calm down with that one because they definitely did have machine guns well okay all right well they weren't using them right then and there they didn't have personal machine guns but they most definitely had mounted machine guns. there you go well dylan knows the more history of guns i got the history in my brain yes like War as a concept, not as a thing that actually happens. Yes, no, definitely. And uh, I will say, um, moving on from the no man's land part, uh, they do find a little bit of a mine 
Yeah, uh, they get to, well. They get to the they get to the German mine, trenches, but... which are abandoned. Yes, like was uh, thought. Yes, and they find an underground bunker of sorts. Yes, uh, which appears to be the living quarter or the ex living quarters of the Germans that were there because it's like filled with like a hundred bunk beds. Yeah, and it's just kind Crazy. of this series they... of tunnels, some type of an escape tunnel yeah, type they, thing. They seemed kind of amazed at how well it was made or something like that, like how big it was. I mean, I was impressed. I yeah. was impressed too. Yeah, but uh, go ahead. I know you have the, the note for what happened. Oh, yeah, so they're, they're in that area and uh, they get startled by a rat that's crawling around on some bags that are hanging from the ceiling. And dude, one of them, uh, so Lance Corporal Blake... He is the one that, uh, he's really hungry, and he was like, I was hoping they were going to send us on a mission for food or something. He was like, once they saw the rats on the bags, he was like, what do you think's in the bags? And Schofield's just like, you can't be that hungry, dude. And so, uh, rat comes down, and one of the bags falls, and the rat hits the ground, Mm -hmm. and right at the same time, Schofield notices that there is a tripwire right where the rat just landed. Yep. I'm sorry, Dylan. You looked like... Oh, no, no. Say. It was just because, like, because you, you said, like, dude, you can't be that hungry. And then I just imagined a World War One where <laughs> it's a different version where everyone's like, dude, these Germans are crazy, bro. Yeah, there's <laughs> shit in there, dude. You can't eat that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, so the rat hits the tripwire and it explodes this bunker and... Uh, Schofield goes flying back and Blake ends up finding him under a bunch of rubble and he's like almost suffocating on He pulls him out. You can see you can see all the dust in his eyes and his mouth eyes are is just so bad with dust and Ugh. he is blind for the time being. Ugh. Yeah. It it was really bad, but he did live through it and Blake saved his life. I mean, he dug him out of the gravel and pulled him out uh, successfully from the bunkers and they were able to cross the German well, uh, they, uh, the bomb started making the tunnels start collapsing. Yep. Right, I and, skipped that part. Yeah, sorry. Schofield can't see. Yeah. So he has to rely on Blake to get him through. And they he's got just these, grabbing the back get, of his shirt. And they come upon a mine shaft that goes down really far. Yeah. And then Blake jumps across, you know, because he can see. Yep. So that's fine. So then Schofield has to trust Blake when yep. he says jump because he cannot see. So he blind jumps over a mine oh, shaft that if, he, oh. that if he took one wrong step, he would fall and 100% die. Yes, But definitely. they do end up getting out and returning to the light. Well, I guess about as much of uh, light you can return to just walking right back out into World War One again. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, it was kind of crazy, like... Just blind jumping. He's just like, just trust me, jump. Yeah. How, like, it's just oh. like, I'm jumping like, with all my power. Well, yeah, and you're hoping. thinking, like, how far? Like, what do I have to do? Like, that's, like, so much. Yeah. And I wish he would have told him, like, yeah, just jump two feet. You know, that would have made it a little bit easier. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing head, he know? judged by the sound of his voice how yeah. close he was. And this is true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, it still, that must have been just fucking crazy. But, uh, you know... Even though they make it out of all that stuff, right, they make it out into these fields, and they're walking in these fields for a while, and then they come across, what was it? It was kind of like a farm, like a barn. It was kind of like a, like a fucked up little farm. It, 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 it was like, like the shell of a farmhouse. Yeah, and then that's when they 
start hearing planes overhead. Yep, a dog. Then, there was a dog fight happening. Yeah, it was it was two Allied planes and one German, right? Yep. yep. Okay, yeah. And they so shot it's down like the so it's three planes dog fighting, and then the German plane gets hit and it starts coming down, but it's coming down right at them. Yeah. So they kind of have to run, and then it smashes through the bombed out bomb. That part was way cool. Yeah. So one thing we for we have failed to mention so far, guys, is that the music that they are using in oh, all yes. of these scenes, oh, the okay, s- the score. So the music, um, just saying, like it, it, it has happened like during the mine part, or not? I keep saying mine because I've been playing Stardew Valley. Jesus Christ! All right, <laughs> um, the 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 music that they play. During the, like, you know, the bunker section and, like, during, like, some of these, like, scenes is just, it, it, like, puts you way into the mood. Like, it, it puts you way into there. I mean, the part where you see the Allied plane shoot down the German plane and then it starts playing this music because they got this plane just, like, veering, veering towards you, plummeting from the sky and do you, do and you you feel like it's you feel like it's coming at you because of the way the movie's shot like yeah, you just no. feel like you're there with them yeah way cool and uh just uh, a noted name uh Thomas Newman was the lead composer on the film nice so very cool yeah hell yeah just That's... in case anyone was curious who did the movie duly noted yeah. very cool hell yeah and uh so they use they use the score they use the music to very good effect in scenes like that where mm-hmm. it just it starts getting really intense and then it you know the the sound of that plane coming at you and shit and like it lands it explodes part of a barn they have to jump out of the way and stuff and um and then the uh plane's on fire pilot's still alive German yep. pilot is still alive I can't yep. believe they pulled him out of the plane yes yeah, so both uh both Lance Corporal Blake and Schofield uh, run up. They grab the German pilot. They pull him out of the plane. Well, even if it is the enemy, do you want to watch someone burn to death in front of you? Not exactly. I I personally would probably try to save the person as well. And he did say, should we put him out of his misery? And then Blake was like, no, he needs water. He needs water. And so Schofield goes to get him water. And the next thing you know, you hear Blake going, stop, stop, stop. Camera turns around, uh, German soldiers pulling a knife out of Blake's chest. Yep, like nine inches deep. Like way deep. Like a full blade deep. And uh, And then he kind of stands up and you see blood start pouring out of the uh, wound. And you just, you just know. You just know. It sucks. I mean. Terrible. You think he's the main character. Yeah, literally. So They spin it that way. Leading up to, I would say, maybe it's about a half hour into the movie about, um, they lead you to believe that Lance Corporal Blake is the main character. Well, he is not. Um, It's Showfield. It is Showfield. I mean, Lance Corporal Blake, at this time... He gets stabbed by the German officer, like Dylan says. You see blood just all of a sudden, like... It's coming out. Like, There's no way they're going to make bad. it anywhere. And, and like, yeah. like, it's a leaky boy. They, yeah. you, know, you know, Schofield tries to pick him up, carry him, stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's this bad. It's just not it's happening. Done. He can't walk, can't drag him the whole way to the aid station. Like, it's yep. not... 
It wasn't gonna happen. Nope. And, it and you was just really see sad. him. You just see him start turning more and more white. And yep. That I thought that was crazy too. Like he immediately was white. Like you like, like we see it happen. Yeah. It looks real. He immediately started panicking. It yeah. looks real as fuck. It yeah. was. It was. That was a. That was definitely like one of those like oh this got real moments. <laughs> like yeah. and then he starts. You know he starts losing it and he starts saying stuff like where are we like oh did I get shot like and he what just, happened yeah you can just tell and. Mm-hmm. I, the part that made me kind of sad is when he asks, uh, am I dying? And then Schofield pauses, you know, for like 10 seconds. And then he just looks at him and just goes, yes, you are. Yes, and you then, are. I think so. And then yeah. he just accepts his fate. Oh, uh, God. Pulls out a picture of his family. Uh, passes he, he on the documents on, to he, Schofield. He puts that picture of his family on his heart. I yep. like that part. Yeah, that and was then, very sweet. Uh Gives him the map. Well, oh. no, he took, he takes the map. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I thought it was sad, too, and he's like, tell my mom I wasn't afraid when I went. You yeah. know what I mean? I was he just like... Her, he wanted Schofield to write his mother. Yeah. He just yeah. wanted his mom to know that he wasn't afraid. It was right. very, very sweet. And he, he's, you know, said, please find my brother. Make sure... Oh, and he also said, tell me you know the way. Yeah. Like, he said, talk to me. Tell me that you know the way. And it was it was so sad. But... <laughs> You know, he went peacefully, and uh, Schofield did get the message from him and took the Continued map out of his pocket. on the mission. Yes, yeah. yes. So, um, yeah, that was part part of the oh, big twist. Yeah, um, well, and then right after he gets that, that's when his, uh, that new, was it Corporal? No, it wasn't a Corporal. Oh, yeah, he finds that other, uh, the other platoon. Yeah, they, yeah, well, the other platoon finds him. Yep, yeah, pretty yeah. much. And then yeah. they, they bring him with, and they kind of... We'll just, I want to get through this part quick because it's just kind of like they, he kind of pals around with them for a little bit, gets, yep, gets yep. a ride in a truck. Uh, things go wrong, a bridge is down, uh, the truck, yes. get, truck gets stuck, they all push it out. Like 30 people push the truck yep. out of this mud that they're stuck in, and he's like freaking out because he's like, this this mission has to be done on time. Yeah. Or else, like, uh, it was 1,600 people were yeah, going to Yeah, like 1,600 yeah. people were going to die if he doesn't get this message. So they end up getting stuck at a spot where the bridge is down so they have to go around to a different bridge but he can't because it's going to take too long so he has to go across the broken down bridge yeah they what? they drop him off at that broken down bridge and would one of you like to take what happens uh when he's going across the bridge yeah uh he he decides to climb across the bridge and in the middle of that uh it appears that a a German soldier is up in a building in the second floor and starts shooting at him, <laughs> and uh, he has to start climbing across quickly and ends up making it. Um, he ends up. Uh, it appears he ends up hitting the soldier. Yeah, they they take a few shots at each other. Yeah, just they, like firing back and forth. It yep. appears he gets hit in the head. By Schofield. He definitely appears he get. I didn't. It didn't I, 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 I definitely didn't think he got hit in the I head. I think he I got, got hit in like the shoulder. But I, like, I felt in he my got, heart he was going up there and he's gonna have to deal with him more. Yeah. So he went up there. Uh, he opened the door. I mean, in my opinion, as well as Dylan's, he opened it all slow. Stupid. It was dumb. Stupid. He ends up getting shot. It appears he gets shot like in the in the armor or no, something. It hits like, him in the head. It hits him. It in grazes the, head. the back of his head and knocks him backwards. Oh man! Okay, well, it hits him. It hits him in the back of the head, like in the helmet. I'm sure, and it like, uh, 
I don't know. He, he went get, down. And he he got went down. Out. Oh, he went down like a f- flight of stairs. Yeah. But he in turn, they high fived. He in turn hit the other guy and yep. killed him. Yep. He yeah. killed him. The good yeah. old Halo high five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, he wakes up like in the middle of the night. Yeah. So see, this was good for the movie because this allows for since the movie's like roughly two ish hours long. Yep. This allows for. How do we do a one-shot movie but make a large enough amount of time pass where, like, it fits in, like, this actual mission and uh, get knocked unconscious and uh, snap into night. Good. You burned up a, yep. you burned burned, up a good amount of burned hours. Burned up a couple yeah, hours. So you yep. just got to go through the night and make it to morning. And he wakes up in the city that he needs to be just outside of. This part, I thought, was really amazing. Like, he, awesome. w- he wakes up and is, like, in a daze and he's walking around. And then all of a sudden, flares are going up all over the place, and like the German lighting, soldiers. the lighting is insane. And in, in all these clips, you guys like remember he's moving throughout the Wait, city. I thought, I thought the flares were later. Was no. it later? No, no, after he wakes up and he goes out of the building, uh, no, he's because getting shot at. Remember, because oh, he wakes no, up and it goes no, outside no, the window. No, because he, he wakes up and he starts exploring, yep. and then he goes to the town square, and, he meets and then the it's girl. just all on fire. Like, he, he comes, like, the main center of the city, it's just, yeah. like, on fire, like, 50 feet high flames, yeah. and it's just illuminating the whole thing. Yeah. And then he sees another soldier in the distance. And he hides. And then the soldier realizes that he, which is another, ger- this is, Germans are still occupying this area. Yeah, okay? barely. It wasn't just one guy shooting from a building, there's, like, yeah. multiple soldiers in the right. area. Right, right. Uh, the guy, the German soldier, realizes he's not a German soldier, and he just starts booking and shooting after him. Yeah. So he's he is hauling ass out of there. Yep. He haul asses out of there and into I believe it. It looks like just a little wooden panel, and he kicks it open and he slides in. It's like a, it's like a basement level room, mm-hmm. and he meets that French girl. I believe. Yeah. Yep. They were saying we. Oui. It, yeah, see, the, fla- yeah, the flares happen after this yes. part. Like, yes. The flares are the ending part of it, because that's yes. when they when he has, like, the bunch of people chasing yeah. him. Yeah, so he meets a French lady. She says, like, oh, nothing, no bad here. They're like, she's got a baby. She doesn't know whose baby it is, but she's taking care of it. And it needed milk. Yep, and Schofield, interestingly enough, he uh, he had run out of water earlier in the movie, so when they came across that farm, um, there was milk in a in a bucket, and he filled his canteen with milk, and that baby needed milk, so he gave the canteen to the baby, and the the baby. The, the, uh, the the lady was like, "Oh, wee oui, wee, oui, thank you, yes, thank you," and like it was uh, it, that was really nice. She was like, she's like. Oh, we oui, we oui. uh, stay here. Stay. Stay. If, if this war was not happening, I would <laughs> touch it. <laughs> we would have the fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a nice little heartfelt moment. But uh, mm-hmm. he gave her all of his food and his 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 canteen, and uh, he had to go. He had to dip. Yep, he had to dip Adelphia and uh dip Adelphia. And uh that's when the incredible part with the flares happened. No, you go on, you go uh, No, no, oh uh, he, let's not forget choking a fucking German yep, soldier to yep, death so yeah, that the right. other one can't hear him. Yep, there was a drunken <clears throat> German soldier and then one that he kinda snuck up on and then he had to like he grabbed his hand over his mouth and he's yep. telling him, Be quiet and then 
the second he put his, yeah. his hand off of it, the the German soldier yelled, and so he, like, tackled him again, and then he choked the shit out of him, but it was, like, super intense, because the drunken one was, like, walking in the room at the same time, and, like, ah. Yeah, it was, so it, was crazy. it was a very intense scene. It was very yeah. intense. It was awesome. And then this leads up to, he looks out the window, and then starts seeing all these flares going. Yep. So then he starts trying to run across the yard, and they're using the flares to find them, because they know they've obviously found the bodies by this point. Yep. Yeah. Whatnot. So they know that they're hunting something, and the flare's going off, and he's just getting shot at by everybody. Yeah. He's oh, running yeah. through it. And then they chase him up into this point where he just runs off this ledge and jumps right into the water. Yep, right into the river. Yeah. The, the lady had said, the French lady had said that the river leads to where Southeast. he needed to go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so he jumped in the river. The river is a bunch of river rafts. It, it just brought him straight downstream. I mean, it was fast. He went down a little waterfall. There was like five just, minutes you know, straight. Just a waterfall, no big deal. No big deal. Just a waterfall. Just yeah. water that's falling. And then yep. when he came up after the waterfall <clears throat> took him down, when he came up uh, and finally was floating on his back for a second, holding onto a log floating, he almost fell asleep. Because yeah, he, he was so, so comfortable exhausted. and he, he was, was just exhausted. like, I got away. Yeah. Yep. And then he, like, starts breathing water, and he's like, oh, 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 and he yep. wakes up. He's like, oh, shit, and I should probably yep. stay awake now. Yeah, he he crawls out of the river. Um, uh, yeah, what happens when he, what yeah, what's, yeah, what's going on when he crawls river. out of the river? Something kind of at the part where he crawls out? Yep, yep. What made him cry after he crawled out of the river? Uh, you guys go ahead and take that over. He had to crawl out of the river over a bunch oh, of dead bodies. Yeah, that's right. And they were bloated from being soaked with water and stuff. And it, was so, it was like at a dam in the river. They looked like marshmallow people. It was so oh, gross. Oh, God, it was so gross. And when he got out of that, he he had to stand there for a second and cry it out. And then he seemed to be all right and moved on. That was, that was nuts, yeah. That was intense. Like, can you imagine that? Like, the... Crawling over all those bloated bodies right, and shit. The traumatization, like, the smell. man. Imagine that smell. Oh, oh I would God. throw up, man. I don't know if I could handle but then, that. But then that part leads to a very beautiful part because after he gets through the woods and stuff, he start, He hears the singing. Yep. Right? Yeah. The singing's the next part. Yep. And you're just like, what the hell is going on? Yep. And then he stumbles upon this huge group of allies just all in a big circle Around just one man singing a very beautiful song. I do not know the name of the song. No, the lyrics were beautiful. Yeah, uh, he's just singing, singing very well. And then he just walks up. No one looks at him. He just walks up, just sits in the back and just uh, does a little sigh and just listens to the guy sing the beautiful music and just finally gets a little chance to just kind of relax and take a load off for the day. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I really liked that scene actually. Like yeah. that was that was, that was cool. really cool. That was it was like haunting. Yeah, like, just going from like almost dying like that to just a man beautifully singing in the woods. Yep, and uh, I believe he was looking for. I, I'm just gonna throw out a name. I think it was called like Devon Company or something, or like Bevel Company or. It something. began with a D. That's for sure. All right. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not it 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 was he was looking for a company. Of of soldiers and they were like some dudes noticed like he was like about to pass out and they were like hey you doing good you're not even one of us what's your name and he was like I'm looking for I'm looking for you know De- Devin company Devin company 
And then he was just like, yeah, that's us. And he's like, you're Devin company? company? And, like, uh, he starts freaking out and going, like, I need to speak to your superior. I need to speak to your superior. McKenzie. Yeah, I need to speak to Mackenzie. And they're like, oh, he's up in the trench. And so, like, he starts frantically running up on the trench. But right before then, he finds out that the reason they were singing and hanging out there was because they were second wave of the attack that he was supposed to stop. And first wave was about to begin, I believe. And, yeah, and this is how much of a time crunch that he's officially on. First wave is going over the trench. Yeah. Like, they are lined up, whistles and mouths, and they are prepped to go. Yep, and, uh... So he he starts screaming like I need to get to Cur- you know uh, I think it's Colonel McKenzie right or something like something that or like like that, yeah. like yeah like General McKenzie or whatever and then uh, uh, everyone's just like he's down the trench down the trench down the trench and so he like starts just bolting down the trench but uh, it gets to a <laughs> point where they're the, the trench is too choked up. Yep. So he knows if he stays in the trench, he's not going to make it in time. Yep. So he decides that when first wave goes over, he's just going to run across the front of the trench because yep. it's the only way he'll make it in time. Yep. The whole time, everyone's looking at their watches, waiting to go, and then as soon as he's just like, I'm running, like he People gets like, up what? there he gets up there and starts running, and then all of a sudden the whistles blow, and like hundreds of dudes start getting up over the trenches and booking it across the battlefield. And he's staring, like, at the camera, running, pretty much, and everyone is running, like, to the left of him and, like, hitting him, and they're and rolling over. artillery shells going off everywhere. Yeah. He's boom, running into boom, people, boom. knocking them over, and... Yeah. Nuts. It's crazy. Like, that whole scene was intense, and they Very. were just playing some crazy freaking music, music, too. Yeah. Like... It just made it so intense. What a score. What it, a score. It was great. It was so good. And uh, he he eventually, yes, he makes it to the barracks he was trying to get to. And uh, I see what you drew right there. Uh, he was... He was Safety uh, first. He, was, he eventually made it to the barracks uh, across uh, on his own lines, not the enemy lines, but he made it to the barracks uh, that he couldn't get across before and uh i guess you know he runs across a couple more people oh like you know colonel's that way colonel's that way he makes yeah. it to and him let's talk about the two dickheads that are at the door that like made me so anxious yeah. Where, there's like, no way you're getting in there these two guys are in front of the door mackenzie's right on the other side of the door he's yep. like almost there and these guys are not letting him like they're about to take him away and stuff yeah and i was so mad i'm like just let him through this is ruining my life right now yep they like they grabbed him they they <laughs> like slapped him against the wall people are like colonel mackenzie sir blah 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 and he's just like yes go do it and they're like yes sir and then like you can hear him talking but like, they don't let him in, and then they push him out, and they slam him against the wall, and then you're like, what's happening, god damn it, you know, and like, it's crazy, um, but yeah, they, uh, he, he ends up getting in, and he has the, like, watered down bloody message to stop the bat, to stop the, the attack, the attack, yes. It's 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 honestly almost anticlimactic too. Yeah. It almost feels like nothing. It just feels yeah. like it's just the end of the job. Yeah. Because he doesn't say anything. He just reads the note and just goes, "Halt the attack. Call him back. Tend yep. to the wounded." And then like all he says, he just looks at him is like, 
I was hoping for a good day. Yep. Like I was hoping for a good day. Now fuck off. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's it. Mission complete. Yep. Like, Tend to your wounds. Yeah. Not it fuck felt. Off. It, it wasn't like this big whole thing. It was just like orders received, executed. It's All over. Right, fine. Somebody tells him good job. But yeah. then oh, the he, guy he goes running around looking for uh, Blake's brother. Yep, Blake's brother. Uh, you know, obviously we we uh, we did not look that one up beforehand, unfortunately, but... Well, his last name was Blake, too, so... Right. That's all you it was know. Other was Blake. The other yeah, Blake, it yeah. It was Lance Corporal Blake's older brother. He's a lieutenant, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was lieutenant something Blake. Anyway, so he was looking for him uh, because he was in the first wave, so they thought that he would be... Uh, what did they call it? Uh, the something clearance. Um, Shoot, I can't remember what it was called. It was the something clearance. But anyway, they told him to go there, and he was just looking around. Everybody's like, he's like, is he here? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Oh, you're talking about, it was the medical tents. Yeah, it was the medical tents. Yeah, he had to tents. go, they had to go check the bodies and stuff. Yeah, like, they so had you a word casualties for it. Oh, it was casualty, casualty clearance. Yeah, casualty Thank clearance. Thank you, Dylan, it's, that's a word I it, it, it was to see. It, it was to see who died and who didn't, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, he he was there, but he was one of the people uh, leading everybody else in into the tents. Yeah, he's running around looking for the brother, just yelling to everybody. No one gives a fuck. They got they got shit to do. Walks yeah. up to medical guy, and he's like, he's like, oh, is uh, Lieutenant Blake here? And the guy's like, I don't know. Like, move along. And yeah. like nobody's helping him, so he's right. on his own for this, and he's just looking at all the bodies and. He promised he doesn't the know brother to do. he'd find him. And then he pops out of the medical tent, and uh, who was standing there? Yep. Lieutenant. Lieutenant Blake. Blake. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he was calling they, they were Lieutenant saying, Blake? In English, the S is like a, or, or no, la, la, so instead of lieutenant, it's lieutenant. Okay. Is that real? Yeah. I don't like I don't, it. I don't know why. But I, don't, I don't get if they came up with the language first. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't well, know why. Anyways. But, yeah. Uh, they call him Lieutenant Blake, and uh, it's Lieutenant. But, yeah. Um, he finds him, and uh, earlier in the film, when Lance Corporal Blake died, uh, Schofield took a couple rings and one of his dog tags off and Down gave it. he brother. gave it to his older brother as a... Uh, 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 I guess memory kind of thing. Like here, you know, here you go. Um, here's some. Here's the stuff. Yeah, he's here's dead. his I'm stuff. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. And he, and he asks know. if he can write to their mother because yes. he promised he would, and he gives him permission. And yeah, yeah. And then he goes and sits by a tree. It starts by a tree and ends by a tree. Yep. He goes and sits by the tree and sits down and looks. Uh, I guess into the sunset. And, oh, he uh, looks at a picture of his family, and on the yeah. back it says, come back to us. Yeah, that part was pretty beautiful. It was. No lie. No, there was no sunset. This was morning. Was it morning? It was morning, it was yeah, because he had just stopped sunrise, the attack. Sunrise, then, yeah. Because yeah. this whole movie He was just place ominously over. looking into the distance and then looking at his family. Yeah. Just, like, able to sit and relax for a second. So yeah. I understand he... Now, okay, the movie's over, all right? Yes. Real he he yeah. he went through so much stuff, and he came out of that with like little to no cuts and bruises. Yeah. That's like, and that's just like 
That's just like a day in war. That's yeah. like just one day. Like yeah. that's, he's got the bandage on his hand. Can you imagine right? if you went to work and like you had to deal with all that <laughs> shit just in a day? Like, well, imagine. I guess I'm going home now. Yeah. God damn it. You never <laughs> let him go home after all the shit he went through. Yeah. He probably had a hor- horrific disease after after that day. Oh man, yeah. Just the way they showed the like the barbed wire going into the hand and then his hand in the corpse, like, wah. That was that was bad, like ugh, it was it was gnarly, but I guess regardless, you guys, I would go see it. I know we wanted to do a spoiler cast. Oh, if you're on listening it. to this, you did see it. Yeah. So just, oh. Yeah. I mean. Before you go into that, though, the biggest spoiler of all. Yeah. This was all based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah, because they they said it was uh, they said uh, so this was a Showfield that was telling happened. the story, right? Showfield like gave them the stories. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was said in in loving memory of Corporal. Or I'm sorry, Lance Corporal Blake. 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 Yeah. I'm not drinking, guys, I promise. I'm she just, is like, the designated today. driver. Yeah, I'm the designated <laughs> I'm not drinking today, and I am, for some reason, just stuttering. Yes, but... True story. Uh, I mean, regardless, I would say, I would recommend to go see it. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, it, it was worth it. I mean, you guys just got the spoiler cast, but really, the only I way... I mean, basically, just listening to this, it's like you did just see it. So, like, there's no point in even putting it in your eyes, because we probably did a better job than the actual movie did. But, I will say, make sure, like, if you have the chance to see it, definitely see it, because it was worth the watch. Yeah. And it was a really good, it was a really good movie, really good kind of story to kind of, you know, show... How the day in the life of the average soldier happened in that war, you know? I mean... It's an excellent timepiece. I mean, they, it seems like they nailed everything. You really yeah. feel like you're in that time period. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed the one continuous shot kind of style very, that I'd they did. I've never seen it that was before. very cool. It, 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 it was akin to, like, the new God of War game, where it was it's all supposed to be one continuous... Experience, no loading Similar screen or whatever. To the know? movie Birdman starring Michael Keaton, which is also a great film, so check that one out as well. Yeah, most definitely. Well, I guess for this bonus episode, we will call it quits this time, but uh, I guess we'll just say you guys have a great night. We'll see you next week. Arrivederci. Ciao. Skirt. Nancy Scalps. <laughs>